again, I'm Meg, and thanks for tuning in to the Customer Success Podcast hosted by Plan Hat, software for customer success, where we talk to leaders in the industry about their experiences, definitions of customer success, and get their advice and best practices. Customer success doesn't always have to be called customer success for it to be an integral part of your company's values and responsibilities of each of your team members. At InFunnel, a Swedish marketing automation consultant agency, they don't have a team with the title customer success, but their team is incredibly invested in helping their clients reach their full potential and the foundations of customer success are in their DNA. I spoke to one of the founders, Martin Stenke, about their customer success methodology and culture they have created, and how they use data to help their team understand more about how to better assist their clients in reaching their full potential. Well, thank you so much, Martin, for joining me on the Customer Success Channel. Well, thank you. It's great to have you. So I guess, like, before we get started into the topic of customer success and customer marketing, um, tell me a bit about uh, InFunnel, your company. Yes, I mean, the, the short answer is that we help companies with marketing automation. And, and I mean, the thing marketing automation does is to help them to generate um, more and, and better leads. And it, it's really about helping the companies reaching their full potential in, in terms of lead generation. And then marketing automation is, is like our main method or our strategy to achieve those goals. Nice. And then what about, how, give us a little bit of your background and kind of what you do at InFunnel. Yes. So um, I'm one of the founders. Um, I, I've been in the IT industry or the internet in industry, if you like, for, for basically all my uh, business life, at least. Um, so what we try to do and what I try to do is to work really closely with our customers to, to, in, to ensure that they reach um, their full potential, and, and that is always a, a journey, and it takes time. We're, we're never done, but I mean, it's all about um, getting customer success in the end. So, both success for the individual that we work with could be a marketing manager or a sales manager. It's um, success for the the company, our client, but but even more so for our clients' clients, because those are the ones that are buying. Uh, the stuff that we're helping them to market. Yeah, yeah. And I, ha, as a founder, so what was the moment that you realized that customer success and working closely with them was important to your business um, and like it has a, a great value? Well, I mean, customer success is a, is a wide term. And, and if you don't bring success to your customer, you won't have any customers. So from that perspective, we've had it uh, as part of our DNA from start. And also being a consultancy firm, um, you have to have happy, successful customers to, to have a business. So it's, it's really, um, like I said, in, in our DNA and, and, and one of the core things that we just constantly need to work on. Yeah. And ha have you had experiences um, in previous like works that you've or workplaces you've been in where it might have not been as strong of uh, part of the culture? Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, there, there's a lot of different types of organizations and companies. And, and of course, there's many that just focus on uh, the sell. The so if they've sold a product or, or a service, they're, they're kind of done. Um, and they don't realize the full potential and the value of, of continuously um, communicating and helping and adding value along uh, the journey to, uh, towards the customer to, to 
to have them happy, recommending you as a partner, or even uh, buying more services or products from you. So, so yes, I mean, I think still it's it's kind of common to have that focus of just you know getting that first sell and then you're done, which is maybe not the the, the most effective way of doing business. Um, and now we'll get kind of get into um, customer success and marketing and in funnel. So. Uh, the customer success and marketing teams are very close at InFunnel. What's the reasoning behind that structure? Um, <clears throat> since we're, I mean, what we do is marketing. So, so then very close is almost like an understatement because uh, <laughs> uh, we, we work together. So we don't really separate marketing from customer success. And, and that goes both for when we're actually out consulting um, at our clients um, then we have a, th- a team of, of, of individuals working very closely with, with mostly sales and marketing at, at our clients. And, and one might have the hat of being a customer success manager and, and uh, another working more with marketing and, and campaigning. But we do it together. So it's really two sides of, of the same team. But then again, we do exactly the same thing for ourselves mm-hmm. try to treat in funnel as one of our clients of course we we are the least important client because the clients are more important but but we still really try to treat in funnel just as we treat our clients and do the same setup and do the same type of marketing also to be able to demonstrate that we do that and, and that it works um, when we talk to prospects and leads yeah, certainly. And how do you think that this type of structure um, benefits benefits the teams at InFunnel? Um, I think knowledge sharing is, is really one of, of, of the most important things. And that is a market that it is both growing and developing at a very rapid pace. So uh, it's constantly changing. And for that reason, we have to communicate and share Uh, every day Um, and since we ask our clients to work cross departments cross knowledge and and try to break um, old ways or old habits apart and and have marketing talking to sales and uh, sales talking to IT and have them working together along a a customer journey um, then of course we try to do the same thing ourselves too yeah certainly practicing what you preach there (laughs) Yes. Uh, and what are some of the ways that you ensure your customers are reaching their full potential with your product, uh, like trainings, um, having dedicated campaign builders, and so on? Um, sometimes I'm, I just tell the joke that so if somebody asks, like, like pretty much like you did, so what does <laughs> funnel do? Uh, and the obvious answer is it's lead generation and marketing automation. But sometimes I answer, well, Maybe like 40 or 50% is marketing automation or lead generation and the rest is, is uh, politics and, and psychology mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it's all about change management. It's, it's getting people to work in a new, uh, partly, of course, digital way, but also in a new way to cooperate. Um, like I said, sales, marketing, IT, uh, focusing on, on the client rather than on, on a separate task. Um, so from that perspective, I would say the, the main way of ensuring this cooperation with the client is to really get close to them and work 
uh, in teams where we actually solve things together. So uh, yeah, well, it, it kind of, it's like it takes two to tango also in, in business. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, and as you've worked with your customers to define expectations uh, and you see where, they're, where they are in the maturity scale, how has that helped you to further define your marketing personas or your ideal customer to make sure that you're bringing on the right types of customers and not selling churn? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that we put a lot of effort into and, and talk about constantly. So based on our experience, we've actually developed two um, guides or, or methods, if you'd like. And, and one thing, uh, and these are, of course, top secret. <laughs> so one is the informal maturity chart. So um, what we try to do is to map a lead or a potential client to that maturity chart to find out where they are, how much they know, and what we could uh, teach them or sell them. And that is mostly around the, the company and the organization, how they're structured, how mature they are. Um, the other part of, of that formula is looking at, um, at the buyer personas or um, their characteristics. So we have a buyer characteristics map. So it's, it's even the development of a classic persona um, map. So we try to identify, uh, identify functional behaviors from people. Um, and of course, we base that on people who previously actually bought stuff from us. So, um, I mean, that's, that's part of what we do. We, we have a lot of data about uh, people and organizations. And of course, we use that for ourselves as well. Yeah. And have you adjusted your strategy a bit, maybe like as you've seen um, what, what works better, what, like who the better persona is? Have you adjusted as you've gone on and such? Yeah, we constantly do that. So, so um, we have, a, you could say on, a, on, even on a monthly basis, we, we look at these um, modules or guides or methods, if you'd like, and, and try to map new clients and old clients into it and see where they are and what's the proper next step for them. Uh, and when, while doing that, we also, of course, slightly twist the way we do it and, and try to improve it over time. So it's, a, it's an ongoing process. Do you have a, one of your biggest learnings maybe from doing that to offer? Ooh, biggest learning. Um, I, I think the, the biggest learning is that it, it's very dangerous to think that you have a fixed model like personas uh, and that you're done because when you look at the data you get in uh, how different companies behave how different individuals behave how they behave in a specific role how they behave in a specific situation changes and it changes more quickly now than ever mm -hmm. so i think that's the the overall big learning that don't stop um, changing and adapting and, and work in, in an iterative way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and what are some of the tools and metrics or data that can be used in a customer marketing strategy? Um, and then maybe what can you do with those as far as um, adjusting your messaging internally and externally? Um, what do you do with that data and how do you adjust, I guess? <laughs> mm. Yeah, and of course, I mean, there, there's... Um, thousands or even millions of tools and it, it, it's constantly um, the number of tools you can use is increasing very very rapidly uh, 
but the main tools that we are using to, to try to do our work are um, the bigger marketing automation tools or marketing automation clouds, if you'd like. Um, and, and like I said before, what we do is trying to identify hundreds and sometimes thousands of, of different data points, and that could be around profile and demographics, to know who, who people are and what they represent, which company they are at, uh, which market, etc. but also um, the activity and the engagement, whether they actually read something, download something, click on something. And then we combine that data into a, uh, a lead score. Um, and, and of course, there's a lot of KPIs along that journey that we measure. So like best uh, referring channel, um, if you're a contact or if you're a, uh, an MQL or an SQL or uh, whatever that could be. Yeah. And what are some of the actions that maybe your um, campaign builders or your customer, kind of your customer success team, um, what are some of the actions that they would take with that data? Could be basically anything. Of, of course, the obvious or, or easy thing in the marketing automation software is actually sending out an, uh, a specific email that has content adapted to a specific person, or persona or, or target group, a, a specific situation with a specific message. Mm -hmm. um, so dynamically pushing the right content to the right person at the right time in the right channel, if you like. Yes. But of course, that could be a call, that could be an SMS, that could be um, an instruction pushed to somebody in a meeting. So, I mean, the sky's the limit on, on how you actually use the data to um, communicate in the best possible way with, with your client. Have you at InFunnel developed um, a structure or kind of um, a outreach methodology for when you make the call or when it's just maybe something a bit more automated? Yes, yes, of course. I mean, that's, that's um, really what we do. So we have a lot of different schemes and schedules and uh, depending on the client and their maturity, when we do what. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So it's that maturity chart that's really telling you yes. whether or not it's that. Okay. Very cool. Very nice. Awesome. Um, and I guess when is a good time to start um, a customer marketing program and what are some of the things InFunnel is doing? Um, I think now is the short answer. <laughs> so <laughs> if you haven't done it before, then you should start thinking about it. So um, now is, is always a good time. Um, and looking at how we how we do things, and I think I mentioned it a couple of times already, um, we are working very closely with our clients. We are having a full day meeting to evaluate progress uh, monthly. Mm -hmm. So we have the sprint, uh, um, agile approach and, and run sprints, and then we go through all the KPIs, make recommendations and, and plan changes and improvements for the next sprint. Right. And do you have any advice for people who um, don't know how to get started on customer marketing or a customer advocacy program? Maybe what are some of the first things that you can really start focusing on? I think the main advice that we give to basically all clients is to start small. Mm -hmm. I mean, start somewhere, do something. Don't plan for six months or 12 months what you should do. Uh, just pick something small that you can do and then do it. Uh, measure uh, see what you did good, what you can can improve, and then add something else to it and run it just a little bit bigger next time. And then you roll it out and you learn as, as you go along. Mm -hmm, yeah. Do you have a definition of customer success? 
Yes, I mean, the, the very marketing automation lead generation-ish answer to it is that we bring the customer's minimum marketing qualified leads. Uh, after some time, we bring them uh, deals. So they do better business uh, based on what we can do. And we are actually able to measure uh, how we did it and that we were able to actually affect that, that process. So, I mean, that's the, the hard facts. Mm-hmm. Um, the other answer is that so far we haven't lost one client. Nice. So if they're happy, they're staying with us. So I think that's, uh, that also proves that it works. Very cool. Very nice. Um, and what can we expect to see from InFunnel um, the rest of, I know it's already April, which is insane, or almost May, but what can we expect to see from InFunnel um, the rest of 2018? Yeah, hopefully, I mean, we, we, you will see even more happy clients. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and, and I think you will uh, as well, because the interest for what we do and, and for our services and um, partly automation, but also having people cooperating in a new way is really booming. So, so there's a lot of requests and, and bus going on. So that's great. Very cool. Thank you so much, Barton, for joining me and talking with me about InFunnel and customer success and marketing. Um, it was great. It was great talking to you. Well, the same. Thank you for reaching out to us and finding us. Thanks so much again for listening to the Customer Success Channel. Uh, and of course, again, we would really appreciate it if you subscribed, reviewed, um, you know, shared it with your friends. Uh, also, if you have any feedback for us, please feel free to reach out to us at hello at planhat.com. Um, if you have a suggestion of someone you know who would be a great guest, um, topics you'd like to hear about, again, H-E-L-L-O at plan, P-L-A-N, hat, H-A-T, dot com. Thanks again and keep tuning in for more episodes.